welcome to Managing Chaos. Hi guys, welcome back to Managing Chaos. I'm Teresa and I'm here with my co-manager. Hey guys, this is Kel. Um, this is a venting podcast for all life managers, whether you're managing your kids, whether you got to manage a marriage, you got to work, you got to deal with. So all of us are doing the same thing. So if anything hits home and you want to share it, um, with us, then you can reach us at managing that chaos at gmail.com at managing that chaos on Instagram or chaos managers on Twitter. Uh, if you have anything that you want to add, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, reach out, guys. We need more info. We can't just be the only ones airing dirty laundry on this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, super exciting. We went to Vegas, like we talked about. We're back. Woohoo. Yeah, it was kind of nice. For the last week, we um, haven't actually been managing much chaos. Heck, yeah. Well, yeah. We've seen a lot of chaos. We've seen a lot of chaos. Oh, God. Vegas is something. Did we win? Did we win? No. <laughs> we lost <laughs> no, a lot of money in Vegas. Money. <laughs> they got us. They did get us. You know, honestly... Um, when we went, I was like, okay, you know, we're taking all this money. We're planning to lose it, right? But I, uh, in the back of my mind, there's like a little voice that was like, there's a, maybe we could come back with money. Like, maybe we don't have to go to work anymore. Like, there was a very small voice in the back of my head saying that the whole time. I get it. I didn't have that same voice just because, well, let me rephrase that. I didn't have the voice in my head saying, like, we can win enough to not go back to work. You've heard the the phrase, scared money doesn't make money. Right. So everybody understands, when we go to the casino, we're playing like the $5 hands. <laughs> right. You can't we're win, the scared money. <laughs> you can't win money to quit going to work on a $5 yeah. hand. But typically, we do good enough to break mm-hmm. even to kind of come away with the money that we went with and feel good about it. This time, it started out good day one. Yeah, I was real confident. I was like, was we're the gonna... last good day. Yep. That was it. Just the first, it wasn't even the first day. It was the, f- the morning. Like we did really good. We paid for our drinks that morning. Like everything was great. I put like a hundred dollar chip in the safe in the hotel and I was like, yeah, we got this. I'm gonna keep stacking these bad boys up. Nope. And then nope. day, day two, we were like, <laughs> all right, let's take that chip out of the safe and uh, go cash it in and give them some more money. So <laughs> that's basically what happened. I can tell you guys ATM fees and casinos Jesus. are pretty. No, my God. <laughs> I was expecting like I was legit like expecting like a five dollar one. No, and that would have been high. Yeah, right. They hit us with eight bucks. Eight bucks. <laughs> we we like reset the transaction and had like a conversation if eight dollars was worth it. <laughs> and then we quickly paid for a fifteen dollar <laughs> drink and didn't think twice. Right. Good right. Times. Yeah. 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 So it was super nice to just turn all the nonsense off. I haven't thought about work in eleven days. Yeah, it was 11 days. Well, I had 10 days off, I think. Mm-hmm. You have 11 days. Yeah. And now as the clock's ticking, I'm down to 11 and a half hours before yeah. I have to go back. Yeah, my anxiety's, anxiety's starting to kick in. <laughs> yeah, it's kicking in a little bit. Uh, but it's good to be back. Um, yeah. Like we've said, we manage a business. So while it's needed to be able to get away, there's still the anxiety in the back of your head because whatever you come home to after oh, vacation, yeah. you're still managing that chaos yeah. when you get back. Yeah, I have this like vacation rule. Like every time I go on vacation, I come back and there's something that's happened that I have to deal with that's like over the top. And you know, you've kind of always been like that. You come back from vacation and for the first few weeks back, you blame everything that goes a little bit rough on karma. Yeah. You, you spill some water on the ground and that's because I took time off. <laughs> yeah. Somebody <laughs> my calls punishment. sick. This is my punishment <laughs> for taking punishment time off. For, yeah. Now I have to work an extra one hour. So right. <laughs> <laughs> what was me? So I'm, I'm <laughs> mentally preparing myself for that over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I'm sure everything will be good when we go back. So we can talk about a little bit of the fun that we had in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So why don't we talk a little bit about... Um, blueberry pancakes 
Mmm, blueberry pancakes. <laughs> you think they so, taste good, but they don't. <laughs> no, they're wretched. Well, I I don't know, but I imagine they're pretty wretched. So um, we we made up a code word going into Vegas that well backtrack a little bit. We're people watchers, and we judge people yeah. really hard, just yeah. like everybody else in this world. Yeah, but we're vocal about it. We're vocal about <laughs> it. So we thought it would be smart going into this to have a code word. When you know you saw that hot mess walking down the strip that you wanted to get each other's attention on, but didn't want to just yell it out. So, our code word for this trip was blueberry pancakes. We saw a lot of them, man. It was like an There's all so you can eat buffet <laughs> of blueberry pancakes. <laughs> oh, do you have a favorite? I don't have a favorite individual. I mm-hmm. have a f- favorite category. Ooh, okay. And it was the women in swimsuits that shouldn't have been? should not have been in those swimsuits and. I'm not like a shaming person. I'm a very big guy. I'm not that kind of person. But just the fact that these swimsuits did not belong on this person. I'm not saying like, oh, a bigger person can't wear a bikini. No, I'm saying like this person was 200 pounds past wearing a thong and she had that thong on. Mm -hmm. It was swollen Those kinds of situations. (laughs) Um, So yeah, lots of blueberry pancake sightings when we're in Vegas. I uh I personally liked the um, woman standing outside the, not nightclub, but day club that was in the Cosmopolitan. And she was wearing a white bikini with like this glittery thing over it and having her wedding photos taken in this. I was like, no, she looked fine in the swimsuit. But I thought, really? No, somebody was marrying a stripper that day. We didn't talk in detail after that, but somebody was marrying a stripper. Oh my God. I was like, really? (laughs) Like, is this? How you want your wedding photos to be portrayed. If you're a stripper, I'm sure you're okay with that. <laughs> she probably, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm supposed. It is Vegas. She was a showgirl. A showgirl. Oh, let's talk about the showgirls. Oh, we actually didn't see any real showgirls. No, real showgirls. Um, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, like down the strip, kind of like Disneyland, where um, <laughs> Disneyland, you know, they have the Mickey Mouse and mm-hmm. Donald Duck walking around. Mm-hmm. Vegas has kind of the same things, but a lot of times it's fake showgirls. Yeah, well, they do have like Disney characters, but they're filthy. They haven't been washed in 15 years in the 110 degree heat. Right, right, right. Those are pretty <laughs> gross, too. I cannot imagine how bad they smelled. Ugh. But yeah, the showgirls that they like piece together the costume from like a Halloween store and then they're out there and they want you to take pictures with them and then give them tips. <laughs> yeah, that's their job. And I mean, every time we walked by one, there's some sucker giving them money mm-hmm. for uh, their picture. Yeah. Which, I mean, do we got to do? I guess, right? Yeah, I guess if you're a single mom, like the lady who chased me down. Oh yeah, you were on the run from her. <laughs> I won't. I won't tell them about how you she caught you and how much money you tipped her. But yeah, yeah, she was a blueberry pancake. Oh God, dressed like a police officer that wanted to cuff Teresa. Mm-hmm. We didn't let it happen, but it was a rough situation. She cha- like she was chasing me, and I was running from her. <laughs> screaming no no fun times so i guess i I said earlier we weren't managing much chaos for last week but i guess there was some chaos there there. was some chaos we did have to manage a situation all right what else man i thought it was uh i thought it was interesting that people um choose to bring their children to vegas yeah kids in vegas i think that's a weird outlook to have yeah everywhere a i couldn't imagine what fun i could have in vegas with my kids there there's good restaurants, good food, but aside from that, I, there's not a lot of family-friendly things that we came across. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't get it in that light. And then also in the light of, like, what are your kids getting out of it? Like, what are yeah. you getting out of it as a parent? What are your kids getting out of it? 
It just seems like a weird situation. But yeah. we saw a lot of families with kids. Every hotel we were in, because so for anybody who's not been to Las Vegas, the strip is like all these like hundreds of hotels, casinos, and they're all connected. So you can like walk from one casino to the next and not really have to be outside a lot. And so as you're walking through, you can see all these people checking in, just floods of people and their kids. And I just thought, man, this is nuts. Yeah, it's weird. And it'd be one thing if their kids were like teenagers. Right. They're, yeah, there's plenty I feel of like every casino had an arcade. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them had roller coasters, things for a teenager to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of kids with, or a little lot of families kids. with little, little kids. Yeah. And that shocked me. Like, I guess I could understand. Like, w- when you see them outside walking around, I could understand. They've got, like, the Coca-Cola and the M&M and all that crap. I could understand taking them to those shops or whatever on the strip. Like, taking them oh, there for like the day. Oh, like the giant M&M yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. Like, if yeah. you lived in, in Nevada or whatever, you're taking them there for the day. Like, okay, I could see that. But not for a stay. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we like Vegas, though, and we like family trips. So if you have a different opinion oh, about yeah. this or maybe, a, hey, this is what we take our kids to Vegas for. Don't yeah. be afraid to let us know. Tell us we're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because we could always bribe somebody to come with us and watch our kids and they can go do some stuff. No. Right. <laughs> so yeah, kids in Vegas were weird. We didn't spend any time at any of the big pools. Yeah. And maybe that's where all the kids were. Maybe <laughs> it's a big pool thing. But maybe. still, it seems like there are better options. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, you're in the middle of the desert. So maybe that is the Maybe best that option. is the only option. Yeah, I don't know. So aside from uh, some blueberry pancakes, what other kind of, uh, what what other things were, did you like? Or what was your favorite thing about Vegas? What was my favorite thing about Vegas? I enjoy the gambling. I like blackjack I a lot. Ooh, fun fact. I was going to wait till the end, but I'll sprinkle them in here. Um, Bring it on. What is the biggest game in Vegas? The biggest <sighs> game mm-hmm. like the um like which game is the most popular and brings in the most money so which game brings in the most money i mean i feel like this is the most logical answer so i feel like it's going to be wrong mm-hmm. but i'm going to say slot machines oh i figured you'd say blackjack no because i mean if you think about it think about how long yeah. if, if you guys aren't card players sometimes you have to walk around a casino for a little bit to find a, a mm-hmm. seat to sit at to play cards yeah there just aren't abundances of tables usually yeah but there's a slot machine every direction angle you look. Like yeah. you've never had to wait for a slot machine. They're everywhere. No. So just by that logic alone, I would assume that that's the biggest moneymaker. And they're not having to pay a dealer to sit there. Like yeah. people just walk in and feed it the money. Well, you were correct. It's wrong. <laughs> I figured. I figured it was the easiest answer, so it couldn't be right. No, uh, it's Baccarat. What? We never even saw a Baccarat table anywhere. No. But listen to this. So. There are only 250 Baccarat tables in all of Las Vegas, and there are 3,000 and more blackjack tables in Vegas, and a blackjack table, on average, brings in $427,000 per table. However, a Baccarat table brings in $3.9 million per table. Wow. Isn't that mind-blowing? We didn't see a single Baccarat table. I don't even know what the F a Baccarat is. No. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I've heard the name before, but I've never seen it played. Yeah. I Is it with... Uh, I have no idea. You can ask me, but I don't know the answer. I think it might be one of those games that's played with dominoes. I'm not 100% sure. Mm. I'm just throwing that out there, but it seems right. Interesting. I was um, thinking more like shuffleboard, maybe? No, I think it's definitely a table game. Huh. Um, I just think it's one of those more obscure ones that mm. even if you saw it, you'd probably just keep on walking because yeah. you've never seen it before. Interesting. Yeah, I stick to um, Blackjack is my main game. And then, Teresa hates it, but this is my favorite thing to do. Oh, is drives me crazy. I, I'm relatively, I like to think my, I'm good at Blackjack, but anybody that's played Blackjack, you just have to know the rules and then it's luck. But I can usually come out ahead. And then every single time, 
What do I do with all my winnings? Yeah, he takes it over to the stupid roulette table and he watches the table until he feels feels the magic. And then he puts all of his money on red or black and I stand in a corner and cry while we wait for the results. She hates it. I hate it. I would like to chime in that this time it worked. It did. Actually, I'll be honest, 75% of the time it works. Most of the time it works. Yeah. Um, and that's why I keep doing it. I mean, I know it's a 50-50 and... Anybody listening, I mean, the odds never change for roulette. Every time that ball starts spinning, the odds reset. So by me standing and watching how many reds pop up and then feeling good about the black, like there's no statistic behind it at all. It's just, no. okay, I feel good. <laughs> and in 30 seconds, I either feel great or I feel horrible. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it's funny because they also have this other like roulette game that we play um, where it has a real roulette wheel, but you kind of like bet well, It's roulette, it. but it's, it's electronic It's electronic roulette. roulette. Um, and so there was a point when I was just looking at his to see what color he was betting because he was winning. And so then I would win too. <laughs> and that worked out well. It did until, work out well until again, Kelly, I get, I get up in my winnings and then I start playing sloppy and then I walk away with no money. Yeah. That's how we do it. <laughs> it's almost like a flawed strategy and that's how it works out every single time. But yeah. I imagine that's how it works out for everybody. Right. That's how they stay in business. Yeah, and that's absolutely. how addictions start. People but. feel excited that they've got all this money. In fact, it got to a point where when we would like go get money for the tables or whatever, I'd be like, give me most of the money and give him a little of the money so that... <laughs> She's talking about when, like, sitting down at a blackjack table yeah. and splitting up our chips. Yeah, and like, that's how I get most out. of them. <laughs> it helps. It really does. <laughs> so I really liked gambling. I thought that the food was really good. Like, we did uh, Hell's Kitchen for our anniversary dinner. Yeah, and- 10th anniversary, which that was awesome. I didn't really know what to expect. I was afraid because of the TV show and everything, it would be kind of gimmicky. And it wasn't. It was was a really nice restaurant, really great food. The server that we had was amazing. Mm -hmm. I would highly recommend that. I'd say that dinner was highlight food-wise of the trip. Yeah. They had this stuff called sticky toffee pudding. Dear God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good. We hit up um, one big Vegas buffet, the Wicked Spoon, which was in the Cosmopolitan, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. Which that was incredible. I've never seen a buffet like that. I'm actually glad we live a couple thousand miles from Vegas because I would be bigger than I already am in broker. Broker, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It Okay, so you go and you get in this line for this stupid buffet, and then you're just – it's just a ploy, right? So you get in this line, you're like, oh, the line's moving. We're going to get right in. We're going to get to eat. Which it's a crazy long line. Yeah, yeah. Like, question, like we got in line and questioned whether we were going to stay yeah. in line. But at that point, we had walked like a mile and – 105 degree heat to get there yeah so i'm like i'm staying in this line right and then you get through this line and you're justifying it because it's moving kind of quick and then you pay and then they steer you towards the next line oh yeah (laughs) and but then they're like well so the line the wait is like 45 minutes to an hour you can wait that long we look at each other like after we've already probably waited 45 yeah yeah so we look at each other we're like i don't know and then this lady says oh but you can buy the fast pass for 15 (laughs) dollars a person and then you get the next table what yeah we paid it we were like all right (laughs) (laughs) like we can't do this so yeah that was fantastic then my very favorite food of all in vegas was this place called dope d-o-u-g-h-p and it was legit cookie dough that they would make you however you wanted and it was like heaven it was my new love it was a little much i mean it literally tasted like a tuba cookie dough 
I knew when I saw the sign, though, that was like one of your things that we had to do because that's <laughs> Teresa's favorite dessert. Yep. It was good, though. I mean, as good as a bowl of cookie dough can be. Which is amazing <laughs> because let's talk about cookie dough here. <laughs> cookie dough in our household does not get made into cookies. Like, it's kind of like a rule. Like Our cal- children have never had a fresh cookie. That Well, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Their but- mother has never made them a fresh cookie. <laughs> that is true. And one time, oh gosh, one time I was like eating cookie dough and I had eaten some the night before and I was going to eat some more the next day. And I pulled the the, to- the tube of dough out of the refrigerator and our daughter, Miss Beasel, says, really, mom, again? <laughs> I was like, yes, again, stop it. <laughs> hey, we all have our advice. That's right. And I don't do it often. But this cook, this dough stuff was really cool because it wasn't refrigerated, so... I ate it for breakfast the next morning. <laughs> Your main meal for two days in a row were was cookie, cookie dough. dough. Nice. <laughs> so I don't think we've been doing good about the venting. We've talked oh, about yeah. the good part of Vegas. I think it's time to vent. What are we going to vent about? Let's vent about Vegas. Yeah. There were some downsides. Heck yeah, there was. Um, how about the prices? Oh, man. Like, yeah, going to Vegas, you don't even really have to worry about the money you'll lose mm-hmm. gambling. You'll lose just you'll as much. You'll lose yeah. just as much on everything else. They gouge for everything. Yeah. The so we went to see a show. How much was the how much we got two beers and a popcorn. And how much did it cost? Was it forty two dollars? Yeah, it was forty the popcorn was eight dollars. The popcorn was eight dollars. The beer I got was horrible. Let me just talk about how you can't find good beer in a desert. <laughs> Man, I am all about craft beer, and there wasn't a decent beer around. Um, I ended up drinking a lot of scotch and soda. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no good beer in the desert either. And if you you pay a lot of money just to try a beer, which yeah. is horrible. So we did learn about drinks early. So then we did a little YouTube scavenging and figured out which casinos give away the most free drinks. <laughs> so we did strategize around some gambling, around who was giving away free drinks. And one of our favorite hotels was the Cromwell, yeah, which I we're playing – they had the cheapest blackjack table, mm-hmm. and they kept our um, drinks full yep. for free the whole time. And then also on top of our drinks, there was one person at the blackjack table that was getting rowdy and started asking for tequila shots. So she started bringing rounds of tequila shots for the table too. Yeah. Which I was like. Phew. She didn't just bring the tequila shots though. We're all like, okay, yeah, bring the tequila. Well, and no, then, and she brought our drinks. And then she brought us drinks too, and we were like, wait, we get a drink and a shot? Okay, yeah. let's do this. Yeah, so pricing is one thing in Vegas. They get you on everything. I thought and everything also seems to be just stretched out far enough that you have to take a ride most places. Like yeah. it's just out of comfortable walking to distance mm-hmm. when it's 105 degrees. Yeah. I'm going to sprinkle in another fact for you. Oh. What casino is the only casino on the entire strip that's actually in the city of Las Vegas? Ooh, so it has to be one on one of the ends, mm-hmm. I would assume. Mm-hmm. What were the ends? My guess would be either the Flamingo. No, that wasn't at the end. My guess is going to be um, the Luxor. Was that at the end? The Luxor was right next to us. Yeah, but we were close to the end. Okay. Oh, we're oh. about to have to manage some <laughs> chaos. Cause we're going to fight Alexa. <laughs> Alexa thinks I'm saying her name. Uh, Luxor. Uh, yeah, so, no. So not... not that one, the no. pyramid-shaped one, not no. the flamingo. No. Tell me. The stratosphere. The stratosphere. Really? So, yep. 
Now, well, I was kind of right because that one mm-hmm. was actually the furthest north casino, yep. probably then, right? Mm-hmm. That makes yep. sense. It's the only one. I think it's the only one we didn't go to. Well, that's not true. We didn't go like the Palms to the Rio, but we skipped over a lot of them. A lot of them <laughs> we just walked through. Yeah. So, yep. Stratosphere so prices. Is... Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, the prices. Yeah, we were talking about that. Sorry, I totally interrupted us. No, you're fine. I was just gonna say that I expected it to be pricey. But it was more of like the exhaustion of having to pay it constantly. Like every time you look at a menu and you're like, son of a bitch, $20 for a sandwich? I just want a freaking BLT. I don't want a BLT with an extra $5 upcharge because you are in Vegas. Like, Yeah, they get you on everything. And they don't price anything. So you get your total and then you get hit with that ticket price. Mm -hmm. Um, But for everything, I think... Ubers were pretty reasonable. decent. That was reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I expected them to get us hard on that. We did have to take one taxi, and that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That was, we took a taxi from the airport to the hotel when we first got there, and that was like a $40 cab ride. And then we took an mm-hmm. Uber from the hotel to the airport, and I think it's $15 on the way back. I did, however, love the Uber driver that we had that was making fun of the cab drivers. Oh yeah, the Uber drivers hate the ta- the cab drivers. Rightfully so. Come on now. This this Uber driver, we were driving by a lane of taxis, and he's like, "Look at all these unemployed fools." <laughs> he loved it. It was great. It was great. One thing that you, I'm surprised you don't have on your list because I thought you were gonna fight some poor old woman in every casino <gasps> we went to. Oh yes. You know what I'm getting at? Yes. Tell oh. them, tell them what you hate in Vegas. The goddamn people trying to push the. I don't even know what they're trying to push. They're trying to sell you shows. I don't care. I don't want your stupid shows. Are you guys staying at the hotel tonight? Are you leaving tomorrow? How long are you here? Are you coming back next year? Are you coming back next year? Every time you walk anywhere, there's mm-hmm. always some... And I, I I get caught in the middle with my positivity. Because <laughs> no. they get me because it's these older older women really just... They're being such sweethearts. And Teresa's like, fuck them. Tell, <laughs> them, about the, tell them about the lady like one of the last days that you were like... Damn it, I feel like an asshole. Yeah, so we had to talk about these women. And <laughs> Teresa's like, nope, you just have to ignore them. You just keep walking. And I was like, all right. So on the very last day, probably <laughs> on the last trip to our hotel, I was walking by. And I was like, I'm just going to ignore this lady. And she starts her spiel, and I just keep walking. And then I hear her her voice drop a little bit. And she's like, well, I hope you have a great day. And I'm like, awesome. And now I'm a jerk. <laughs> and I was like, I don't feel bad. <laughs> keep walking. Yeah, so there's the ladies in the casinos, and then once you get on the strip, everybody everywhere yeah. is trying to get you to go someplace. Every, strip clubs, it, it depending on the time of the day, what they're trying to push. During the day, it was helicopter trips to Grand Canyon. At yeah. night, it was clubs and strip clubs. Mm-hmm. And everybody just wanted to be your friend and chase you down and give you a deal. Yeah, and throw pictures of naked ladies at you. Teresa well, loved that. Shut up. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was so angry by the end of it. I was like, leave me the F alone. Did I ask you if I wanted your help? No, I did not. Uh, that's their job. Mm. Was there anything else you hated about Vegas? Um, ooh, I don't know. I enjoyed most of it. Most of it was really positive. I, I can tell you something that you didn't like. <laughs> um, when we were at the airport and I was talking some uh, some crap about the plane going down. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> So we're in TSA line <laughs> on the way down on the beginning. Oh, we could talk about TSA. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get there. But we're, I forget exactly what you said, but basically started talking like Final Destination oh, yeah. crap. Yeah, I was like. In line, trying to get on a plane. And I'm like, shut 
Oh. Yeah, I was yeah, because I was talking about how we were sitting in the back of the plane. So if the plane went down, we'd be the last to die. And then I was like, well, at least if it, if unless I went down tail first, then we'd be the first to die. And he was like, you should not be talking about this in the airport. And clearly, my, an earshot of other people. Other people. And in my head, I I would thank God I didn't say it out loud. I was like, well, at least I'm not talking about bombs. Like, <laughs> bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> Yeah, don't fly with Teresa. She'll mm-hmm. make you and everybody around you uncomfortable. Okay, but so what What we didn't talk about also is like every time we fly, I have these final destination thoughts, like flashes, like in the movie, right? Where I'm like, we're like taking off and I'm like, the wing's going to fall off. We're all going to die and this is it. And then that's it. And like I have these flashes and then I can't say them or say anything about them because I'm in the middle Correct. of a plane with everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> and this do you is get where that? The- do you have those flashes? No, you don't. I mean, everybody <laughs> has that like flash. what if like flash. I don't think about it all the time. Oh, or, I do. You know it every but this single is, time I think the plane that takes glass off. Half full, glass half empty thing, right? Yeah. I try to be positive. Um, I'm one of those people that if anybody is afraid of flying, I, I spout <laughs> off. Well, more people die in a car accident yeah. every day. Blah 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 blah. I think it's more my anxiety though. It's not. It's not me being negative. It's that I, I'm terrified of dying. So I have these like... That's being negative. <laughs> Shut up. You can call it what you want. You're being negative. <laughs> Shut up. You're not being positive about the idea of dying. <laughs> okay. What is positive about being dead? Nothing. But you can just <laughs> not think about it. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Back to the TSA. Back, well, it didn't even start at TSA. TSA was fine. Oh, yeah. It was the, so it was the baggage drop that was the worst. It wasn't even necessarily the TSA, although that was a little scary. Yeah, both both situations were real bad, though. We got to the airport. Two o- hours. It was over two hours. It was mm-hmm. like two hours and 15 minutes early, which is more than enough time. Especially this was, we were flying home on a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Should be easy. We get to our baggage, um, like drop off for the airline. We've already checked in. We've already checked our bags. So this is legitimately just the line where we drop our bags at. And we're in that line what hour 15 hour you think 20? it was that long i thought it was only 30 minutes but oh no it was definitely over an hour 100 oh, wow. um to the point where we are starting to panic about this mm-hmm. flight and then as we're waiting in this baggage line we're seeing the tsa line pile up this I've is never a line seen anything before i've like never that. seen like this period so then we're seeing that line and we're starting to sweat and then i don't know what the tsa did they're like we're going to risk it and it starts letting everybody through or what. But that line started moving. I mean, if you were trying to do some bad stuff in an airport that day, you probably could have got away with it because they it was almost like they just opened the gate. Like yeah. we walked through metal detectors, but it was the quickest I've ever got through TSA. It was insane. Like the, the coolest part, though, was they're like. They were efficient. Yeah. Like. Props to the TSA in Vegas yeah, on Monday. Yeah. Like, they had these people, like, because there was, like, probably, like, 15 different gates that you could, like, go through. And then they were, like, checking your stuff with the x-rays and stuff. And um, they had this person who was, like, all right, open the gates. And so they would start, like, checking passports and whatnot. And then they'd be, like, close the gates. And then people would go through. And um, and they had, like, a conveyor belt that they, like, it was a whole process. It was, like, the coolest thing. Yeah, it was efficient. If it wasn't for those guys, we would have missed our flight. So I think we got to our flight with, like, 11 minutes to spare um, before they're actually shutting the door. So it was close. It was down in the minute. Yeah. So I think – I know this episode has been a little bit off topic because we haven't been around our lovely kids for the last week, which we can talk about them for a minute. I'm I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off here. you're fine. But 
like any good parent that leaves their kid away for a week, <laughs> we did have strategy of how we were going to connect with them. We mm-hmm. we did have to deal with, uh, deal with the Vegas from Michigan time change. Yeah. So we knew that they were getting ready to bet, get ready for bed when it was like four o'clock where we were at. So we were strategic of mm-hmm. making sure that we got into FaceTime them and making sure that we did our due diligence as parents. And then every night, Bezel Maze would just completely check out of the conversation. Chalupa was playing a game where he was coming at the camera so we couldn't see them. Mm-hmm. They just did not care that we were trying to get a hold of them. They, nope. It was like they were on vacation. <laughs> they were like, we don't have to deal with them for five days days we're with grandma she's Mm -hmm. gonna give us whatever Whatever. we want Mm -hmm. whenever we want it Mm -hmm. goodbye yep i think twice uh they actually hung up on us yep that did happen yeah my favorite though was that they couldn't like we had to facetime them because they couldn't figure (laughs) figure out how to to facetime us properly (laughs) oh yeah Teresa's mom was having technology (laughs) issues I think iPads and FaceTime, like the modern day setting the clock on the VCR. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to teach all of our parents how to do this stuff. So, yeah, we, we tried making the phone calls to them. We were trying to get there. We got them their souvenirs. And then we got home late last night. So the plan was to go pick them up from mm-hmm. your mom's this morning just mm-hmm. to take them to school. So we'd have a few minutes with them before school. We got there like 20 minutes before we had to leave for yeah. school. Um, they were so excited to see us. They started screaming and that felt good. They ran up, they hugged you. Chalupa jumped up in your arms and then Beasel ran over to me and hugged Mm -hmm. my leg and you handed Chalupa over to me and I felt like an awesome parent. And then about a half a second later, (laughs) they were gone. (laughs) They didn't care anymore. They gave us all the love for a couple seconds and then just sat and played on their iPads again while Mm -hmm. we talked to your mom. That was it. Fun times. Yeah. It it gave me justification to not necessarily feel bad about leaving them for a few days, though, because they didn't care Yeah, they didn't all. care. They were fine. But then Beasel had a full day of school today, and then mm-hmm. Chalupa only had does like three hours yeah. a day. So we got to hang out with him most of the day. So it's feeling more like normal again. Mm-hmm. So sorry, that's all the real kid stuff that we have this week. Next week. I'm sure we're going to have a rough week of getting back to real life and have lots of stories for next week. Or maybe somebody will chime in. But just to make it feel a little bit normal, I think Teresa does have a bad parenting story that we'll finish off on. I have my parenting fail. Which, remember, guys, if you want to chime in with your uh, parenting fail or you have a kid who's a jerk and you want to talk about that, reach out to us and uh, we will definitely uh, use your story. We're not going to have enough, you know. Where can um, they reach us again? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Sorry. That is at uh, managingthatchaos at gmail.com, at managingthatchaos on Instagram, or chaosmanagers on Twitter. So uh, this is one of my favorite Beazle stories or like terrible parenting stories. When Beazle was little, she was like toddling this around. This one literally makes me gag when I hear it. Well, it makes me gag too. But so uh, she was little, like crawling like putting things in her mouth and um, you know that prime age where parents should be watching them and knowing exactly what mm-hmm. they're going for yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh we were it was me and her we were at home and i was picking up the bedroom i don't know if i was folding laundry or whatever it doesn't matter um she's in there with me and at that time we had three cats and you know how cats are they disgusting all right yep so apparently one of the cats had 
thrown up on the floor, thrown a hairball up on the floor, and I missed it. And Miss Beazel went right over and put it in her mouth. And I looked over and I was like, oh my God, what is that? And I ran over and I was like gagging, like, get it out of your mouth. And she's like, well, what? Like, you know. Nom, 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 yep, nom, yep. Nom. This tastes so good. <laughs> So yeah, that's one of my favorite, which I'm going to tell her, all of her boyfriends, about that story. It's going to be one of the first things I tell For them. Sure. But to be good parents, we did we did figure out a situation and never let that happen again. Mm-hmm. And all the cats did go to nice new homes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> we were able to adopt them out. <laughs> um, I've never been a fan of cats, and that was the perfect excuse to yep. get rid of them. Yep. <laughs> Bye-bye. Get rid of them nicely. They're yep. all, they all own nice families. We vetted nice. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all for us. That's it? That's you have it. nothing else? I don't have anything else. Perfect. Well, we'll come at you guys again in a week. And like I said, this week will be a little more chaotic for us. I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll have lots of stories to tell. So make sure you come back. Thanks. Bye.